everybody. Welcome to the Phases Points Podcast. I'm Kevin Flanagan, Head of Fixed Income Strategy at Wisdom Tree Asset Management. Well, I'll tell you, over the last couple of weeks, it certainly seems like with each new day, Fed rate hike expectations are changing. And obviously, lately, they've been being skewed more towards more increases occurring this year than previously thought. But it's funny, you know, as I'm looking at, at screens today, we were talking about probably seven rate hikes earlier in the week. Now it's down to six, but that's more than four, right? That seems to be how we've been bouncing around of lately. And, you know, arguably the primary gauge is, is Fed funds futures, right? And, and think about every day, you know, you're, you're reading probably some headline somewhere. Fed funds futures implied probability is looking for blank number of rate hikes and fill in the blank, which we just did. You know, but does anybody ever ask the question, how accurate are Fed funds futures in predicting the actual outcome? You know, and and I'm writing a blog about this and this podcast. This is not meant to be overly critical. I mean, I'm just as guilty as the next person, you know, following Fed funds futures for sure. And there's no doubt it measures market sentiment. And as a result, it does provide some good guidance on Fed policy expectations for sure. That's not that's not what this is really about. But what it is, is a, a reminder that this market, the Fed Funds Futures market, reflects what investors think the Fed will do, not what the Fed actually does. So, you know, I'm going to I'm going to go back in time a little bit for those of you who may remember, especially on on the East Coast, little Warner Wolf. Let's go to the videotape and let's see what kind of track record Fed Funds Futures has in predicting the actual outcome of rate hikes. Now, the data that I was going through only really went back to early 2015, but that that's good enough to give us a, a little bit of a sample for our purposes, because it includes the last stop and go rate hike cycle that we have. And, and as a reminder, the Fed began to raise rates in December 2015 and actually finish that cycle up in December 2018. And I used February as the base month just because it coincides with where we are today on the calendar. So a couple of quick examples for you. In February 2015, the implied probability was looking for basically two rate hikes for that year with a 75% chance the first would occur in July. What actually occurred was the first rate hike came, as I just mentioned, in December 2015, and that was it for the year. Okay, also in February 2015, Fed Funds Futures was looking for a total of five rate hikes to be implemented by the end of 2016. In actuality, the only other rate hike to occur was in December of 2016. So instead of five total, it was just two. So now let's move up the calendar a little bit and look at February 2016, where one rate hike was expected by the end of the following year, 2017. You know what? Four increases actually took place between then and the end of 2017. And then finally, in February of 2018, the probability was looking for, I always love this, 2.7 rate hikes. And the Fed actually raised rates four times in 2018. So you can see... The track record, you know, is not is not actually what the Fed does. So keep that in mind. And, you know, to me, one last one. I had to throw this in there. The most glaring discrepancy occurred in November 2018. Fed funds futures was pricing in two and a two and a half rate hikes by the end of 2019. And do you remember what happened? The Fed actually cut rates three times 
during the second half of 2019. So based on this sample, it, it, I think it's increasingly apparent that today's Fed funds futures may not actually be tomorrow's actual Fed rate increases. So let's go with what the Fed appears to be guiding us towards right now. And that is liftoff is coming in March. Matter of fact, New York Fed President John Williams actually um, pretty much said it would be appropriate, I think, to begin raising rates in March. And also the distinct possibility of a faster tightening pace. So, you know, it's against this backdrop. And best, based on the economic numbers so far, I think the Fed is poised to front load the rate increases by hiking in March, May, June, and July. And then don't forget their balance sheet drawdown. You know, pretty much every Fed official who's been talking on the tape lately about rate hikes and is it going to be 25, is it going to be 50, they always seem to be mentioning the balance sheet in their comments as well. Let's keep an eye on that. I'm going to keep harping on that because oftentimes it's not a headline grabber. You know, it's it's the Fed is going to raise rates. That's the headline grabber. But in terms of the markets, in terms of Treasury yields, that balance sheet could prove to be an important factor, especially in the second half of the year. So I'm going to end it there. I hope everybody has a great rest of the week and be well. And before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risk charges and expenses contained in the prospectus available at wisdomtree.com. Read it carefully.